Hello, hello. Welcome back. Today, I wanted to chat with you a little bit more on what we talked about last week in terms of podcast guesting. Because a lot of you, uh, a couple episodes ago, I talked about getting into public speaking. And now with world events, it can feel like oh my goodness, what am I going to do next? Maybe you were planning to get on the TEDx stage this year. Maybe you had a couple events you were speaking at line up. I know that a lot of people are dealing with that. I'm dealing with that. So what do you do this year in 2020 to pivot your strategy so you're still getting maximum publicity, but you're able to do it in a more tangible way right now? So we're going to dive into this episode. I'm really excited to chat about pivoting your public speaking strategy into podcasting. So let's do it. This is the place to ask questions. This is the place to take notes. This is the place to learn strategy. After a history in Hollywood, I know what it takes to get visible. And as an entrepreneur, you don't have to keep feeling frustrated and trapped, not able to get yourself out there. Myself, my guests, and even my family are here to lift you up, guide you, and give you powerful ideas so that you can get your unique voice into the online space. Ready? Let's do it. Action. Okay, so if you are familiar with podcasting, bravo, you may have a podcast yourself, you may have had podcast guesting on your radar forever, so you loved the last episode and you were taking notes so that you can make sure your pitches don't go in the trash can. But what we can also talk about today is how to pivot that strategy so that you can book more podcasts. And you may be thinking, well, Michelle, I know that there's a lot of value in guesting on podcasts, but what exactly is that value? I know when I'm getting on a stage, I'm talking in front of, let's say, 500 people. I know that I'm allowed to pitch at the end, so I know that I'm going to have, you know, a 5 to 10% conversion, so I know that my income is going to go up by this much. You can absolutely uh, do a similar strategy with podcast guesting. It's a little bit different, but we'll go into that throughout this episode. But the first thing I want to do is prove to you that podcast guesting is an amazing vehicle that you can use to up your publicity. So let's talk a little bit about that. So as of right now, the most recent statistics on podcasting is that there's over 850,000 active podcasts. A lot of people start a podcast and they stop it. So almost a million that are actively happening on your phone easy to access. And that means that there's over 30 million podcast episodes to listen to. These stats have increased exponentially since 2015. So this is a platform that is consistently growing. And this is a more US-based statistic. And by the way, uh, the places that I'm quoting from today are from Podcast Insights, from uh, Statista, from Edison, from uh, Nielsen. So you can look all these stats up for yourself as well. So over half of U.S. consumers listen to podcasts. Amazing. These are the people that are buying. So half of them are podcast listeners. Uh, 32% of Americans listen monthly. And half of the listeners are more likely to buy from a brand after hearing either their podcast or an advertisement of their company on a podcast. Uh, ad revenues are going up like crazy. And about 82% spend over seven hours a week listening to a podcast. Isn't that crazy? Huge. Amazing. Uh, 50% of all U.S. homes are podcast fans. That means over 60 million homes listen to podcasts. Here's the cool part. 32% of monthly listeners earn 
over or just about $75,000 a year. And then the rest earn anywhere from $100,000 a year up to $250,000 a year. So they have proven a lot that people that listen to podcasts do make a larger income, therefore can invest more really exciting. And the last thing I wanted to chat with you about is the percentage of people in these top six countries who listen to podcasts. So here we go. 58% South Korea, 58% listen to podcasts. Crazy. Uh, 40% in Spain, 33% in the USA, 36% in Sweden, 33% in Australia, and 30% in Italy. What? So these are huge, amazing beautiful statistics that we can take and go, okay, this is a worthy platform, right? If you can start getting on people's shows, the amount of audiences that you will impact that will get to know who you are exponentially grows with each one that you book. And the really great thing about this is there's two benefits here. There's the benefit of you getting more subscribers, which if you have your funnel set up, go back and listen to previous episodes. I tell you all about that process. Then you're able to catch those listeners and turn them into subscribers. And hopefully you have all the systems and funnels in place to turn those subscribers into customers. So this is the way to start upping your income. The second huge benefit is that you're making friends with these podcast hosts. That leads to friendships, business collaborations, affiliate partnerships, all kinds of cool stuff. So that's also a huge reason to get on the podcast guesting train. So going from public speaking may feel a little bit frustrating, right? You love the energy. You love getting up on stage. You want to add public speaker to your resume. I get it. Or maybe it's already there and you're just figuring out how to pivot. But right now, what audiences need is to hear you. And the best way they can hear you in current circumstances is in their ears, in their home, on a podcast. So this is the platform that we need to utilize. Will public speaking come back? I'm sure that it will. And businesses are pivoting and figuring out how to feature people, you know, entrepreneur doing more um, live stream collaborations and all that. And you can absolutely do that strategy too, but I don't want you to discount podcast guesting. This gets you in front of massive audiences. This builds the know, like, and trust so quickly. You're going through a lot of trust building barriers because you're in someone's ear. And that's a beautiful thing, whether they're cleaning the house, they're, you know, hanging with their kids, they're going on a walk, they're listening to you. And this is an crazy impactful way that we can start telling our audiences about ourselves and see whether or not it's going to be a good fit for them, right? So I want you to heavily think about this business pivoting because it is such an easy way to advance your career and your income. So here's the big question. Michelle, how do I actually get started with this process? In the last episode, we talked about creating an awesome pitch. Definitely write the notes down there so that you have a strong one. Then it's about the research. It's finding the shows that are going to be the best fit for you. This takes some time. This takes some effort. This takes some Google spreadsheet skills or Airtable. You need to be figuring out what the show is, are they still on? What's their niche? Who are their audience? What um, ways, what specific talking points can you pitch for their audience? What is your generous action like we talked about in the last episode? And have that so that you can start submitting on a recurring basis. We don't want to annoy people. So when you do submit 
wait a couple days, three to five days before you follow up. And then if you don't hear from them, you can do like one more follow up. But then I would stop and save that for another couple of months to resubmit. Uh, we do do this, the Visibility Vixen Agency. We love doing this for our clients. We pitch them all day, every day. The difference that we really focus on is making sure that we develop that personal relationship with the host. So we're not just spamming them like crazy. I'm only applying them if they seem like a really good fit for the show and that it's going to be a mutually beneficial situation. So that's also a good perspective to have. Once you get the acceptance, Yay! You can do one of two things. Uh, most show, ho- ha- show hosts have their own scheduler so that you can schedule a good time to interview. I also provide my scheduler in case it's just easier, easier for them to look at my schedule and book it according to that. So you can do that either way. And then you show up for the interview. Remember, the interview actually has nothing to do with you. Uh, I've coached a lot of clients and I actually get them on mock interviews with me and I'll say, no, no, no wait, stop. Too much, too much information. Nobody cares. And I'm saying that with love. But the truth is, we want our responses. First of all, the host is the star. We want to make them the star. We're coming into their audience. We're supporting them. We want this to be really fun for them. Number two, we're keeping our responses short and sweet. We're not going into too many things in too much detail. Uh, unless the host asks us to, because the worst thing you can do is take up just minutes and minutes and minutes of airtime. That's just a nightmare for a host. We don't want to have to interrupt you. I say this as a show host for over two years now. We want a good interview. So let me give you an example. Someone says like, okay, hey, Michelle, tell our audience doesn't know you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm going right into the mini bio mission statement, which we talked about in the last episode short and sweet. I'm not giving the life story. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for letting me come onto the show today. Thanks for being an avid listener of insert podcast name here. I know it's such a fantastic show. If we haven't met before, my name is Michelle Lewis. I'm the founder of Visibility Vixen. I help entrepreneurs become influencers through 90-day visibility sprints. Stopping. That's not even my full mission statement. I'm just giving a little snippet so then the person can go, oh, that's fascinating. So what do you mean by a 90-day visibility sprint? Oh, well, it's funny about, you know, it helps make it more conversational and lighter so that it doesn't feel like I'm just verbal diarying my whole life story. I've heard that over and over again. No podcast host likes that. We want to keep it short and sweet. And then we want to be sure to get to how can we best serve this audience? So, um, for example, I was on my friend Ellen's show, Cubicle to CEO, a couple weeks ago. And so she was saying, I'm really fascinated with what you're talking about with color psychology. And I go, yeah, absolutely. And she said, can you tell us a little bit more about that? And I said, well, do you want to know a little bit about what the different colors mean? Oh, yeah, that'd be amazing. Okay, fantastic. And so I hit on three specific colors. I think I talked about purple and yellow and maybe like green or something and just made it little tidbits so that listeners could just go, oh, that's interesting, right? And if we can get them to go, oh, that's interesting, then maybe they'll look at the description of the podcast on their phone. And if they do that, maybe they'll look at that link that I mentioned about the color quiz. And then maybe they'll join my list. That's the goal that we want. So it's a little bit different than public speaking. We're not up there talking for 20, 30 minutes. We're not doing a really hard pitch. We're giving, 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 giving. Because remember, the number one reason why people listen to podcasts is to learn. They want to learn something new. 
That doesn't mean they want to learn all about you. This is not an e-true Hollywood story, right? <laughs> At least not yet. This is about you giving, giving, giving and having some a concept that you teach and you alone teach be so interesting that someone wants to know more from you. Is that making sense? I hope those are some good tips that you can incorporate as you pivot into podcast guesting. It can feel scary because you had these big goals of all the stages you wanted to submit to, but use this time to pivot, to move, to try something different. Maybe you've done a little bit of podcast guesting, but it hasn't occupied all of your time. Maybe it's time to give that a hundred percent of your focus. And if you're interested in me supporting you along the way, there are two ways that you can do that. The first is my signature membership, the visibility lounge. You can find this, just go to visibilityvixen.com. It's all over the place. This is $35 a month. I've recently reduced the price due to what's happening in the world right now to make it more affordable for you. And you can actually jump in and start learning if you want to start your own show. I'll teach you that. But mainly, especially in the third stage leading role, I go really deep on this process. I show you exactly how to do it. I actually have a little sheet that you can download right away that will help you work through uh, logging all of these shows and getting into the step-by-step tasks necessary to have this be an amazing visibility vehicle. So that's number one. Number two is you can actually hire my agency to do this for you. We build up the press page, we make it amazing, and we submit you uh, five times a week so that you can increase your chances of getting on a show. That way, all you have to worry about is the interview itself. So those are the two ways if you're interested in me supporting you with your podcast guesting journey. Anyway, I would love to hear what you think of this show. If you have a quick second, would you mind just giving us a five-star review, telling me about one of your favorite episodes? Maybe this is it. I would love to hear about that. It means a lot to me to uh, keep the show going and know exactly what you want to learn by reading those reviews. So feel free to do that whenever you have a chance. All right, we're almost at 13 minutes here, so I'm going to wrap this up. Thanks so much for listening today. Really appreciate you. Remember, pivot move. As the world moves, we move. And how can you best serve people right now? I think one of the best ways is through podcast guesting. So let's get that rocking and rolling and let me know how it goes. 